Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes, where we go behind the scenes with our Tidewater area businesses. My name is Josh, and I own Griffin Air, serving the Middle Peninsula and Northern Neck for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs. Today, I got to be host and interviewed Kayla Lilly, owner of RK Woodworking. I'm so excited for you to hear from her. She shares how despite being in a male-dominated industry, she is shining and doing some really cool things. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for a special offer for only our behind-the-scenes listeners. Welcome to the podcast. If you could, just go ahead and start out by introducing yourself and giving your credentials. Um, my name is Kayla. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, military wife, and I own RNK Woodshop. Okay, great. And how did you end up uh, doing what you do? Uh, well, my husband is in the Coast Guard. Um, he's active duty, and we just moved here about two years ago. Um, okay. Prior to that, we lived in Cocoa Beach, Florida. And that is actually where I started my first business, and that was my dog walking business. And um, so the the idea of creating a business and the structure and doing the networking and the marketing and and creating your clientele, um, building a good rapport that that part wasn't new to me, but um, woodworking is. Mm-hmm. And when we moved here, there wasn't a whole lot of of uh, opportunity for the dog walking business. So I had to basically just restrated, like do a reach a, a strategy again on how to do my own business. I have two kids, um, ages four and two and, um, daycare is expensive. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to do what you have to do in order, in order to get through it. And, uh, my husband, he started woodworking when he was a reservist in the Coast Guard, and he had a full-time job working on yachts, um, doing the teak deck work and the cabinetry, um, and pretty much anything else that was custom on a yacht. And mm-hmm. he taught me how to, to do woodworking, so it's where I, I got into it. That is really cool. So um, apparently, you know, there have to be dogs to have a successful dog walking business apparently (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah it was actually it was it was great I loved it in Florida um because I used to actually used to skateboard with my dog clients oh wow I loved it it was like they got all the exercise that they needed I was cruising on the longboard listening to music as they were pulling me and uh in the country there's dirt roads and gravel and there's not pavement (laughs) so uh, right yeah Got it. Okay. Well, so before we go any further, can you just, if somebody hears this and they want to get in touch with you, just share how, what's the best way to, for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have an Etsy shop um, and I also have an Amazon handmade account. Um, both of those, you can search RNK Woodshop and you can find me there or you can email me directly. Um, and that's life of a military wife, 23 at gmail.com. Okay. And so when you say R and K, is that a, a, the word and in between or is it the letter N or what is? It's the what, letter N. The letter N. Okay. Got it. R and K. Got it. So 
Well, great. So tell me more about your business. What are some of the products that you offer? Right now, um, I do butcher blocks and I do custom picture frames, uh, wooden coasters, um, wine displays, uh, toiletry boxes. You would not believe how surprisingly popular those are. Uh huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do I offer? I'm about to create um, a a wooden mug. Okay. So those are the the ones that I offer right now, but you know we do plan to uh, expand in the future. That is really cool, and I have to admit, I went to your Facebook and I looked at some of your pictures, and this is not this this is no ordinary butcher block. This is like a really cool looking. I mean, it it could be a centerpiece to a room, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, I would hope that someone would would like to display it as a centerpiece. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, I do all in grain, um, in grain with knives, um, is much better on the knife itself. It keeps it from doling and, um, interesting. And I, the cuts or whatever on the wood, it actually soaks it back up. So you don't see like all those scratches as you would on like an edge grain. Ah, so it, it, you know, it, it, even if there was a scratch there, it almost kind of looks like it's supposed to be there. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So um, one thing you said there was you're making a coffee mug. So this mug could hold coffee, but it's made of wood. I mean, I'm just I'm ignorant to all this. So when I hear wood, I, you know, I picture, you know, things that stain like my wife gets on me if I don't put a coaster on the table sometimes. So that's kind of cool that you can make a coffee mug out of wood. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it has to do with epoxy. Um, so with epoxy that that's how you get your watertight seal and that's how you keep things from leaking and stuff. And the epoxy that we, you know, that we use is, is food grade. So it's, it's not something that's going to be harmful or have any chemicals and FDA approved and everything. Very cool. And so I know you mentioned Etsy and some of the other things that you're doing. So hypothetically there's no geographical boundaries to what you're doing right i mean you if if someone wants a product you're selling you could send it to them am i right on that exactly um that was the one thing that i kind of wanted to change about um setting up another business because if i were to do the same thing and and build up a clientele of dog clientele here you know uh-huh. hypothetically speaking that doesn't exist <laughs> but right yeah working, exactly um, <laughs> But if I were to, and and he gets another duty station, then again, put in has has basically gone down with the toiletry box. <laughs> so yeah, like, you know, I uh, I had to I had to figure out something else, and I was like, all right, I have to create a product or products. So what can I do in order to to make this happen? Okay. I'll try woodworking. I know he knows a lot about it. I can pick a bra- pick apart his brain and I can watch a ton of tutorials on how, you know, some people do it and then create my own game plan. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah, that's awesome. So in other words, if you guys were to pick up and move to really anywhere uh, again, you're still in business. So that's exactly. really, really cool. So um, what's different about, the products that you offer versus maybe someone else that offers similar products? Um, 
I really don't think that there's necessarily anything different because I mean, obviously we, we will probably carry the same style, the same, you know, everything. It might just be the attention to level detail, um, doing the CNC machine Mm -hmm. with all the, the, um, carving out for custom work. Um, and, and starting like building a good rapport with that client. I mean, customer service is pretty much top notch. I try to give 100, 110%, um, no matter who contacts me. And, um, I think that really is what sets us apart from everyone else. Yeah. And one of the things I noticed, um, about the, the pictures on Facebook that I, that I pulled up, so you can almost have sort of like a little brand of the, of the things that you're selling them. So when you develop that relationship with them, if they want everything, say with a certain football team on it or whatever, um, a certain brand on it or, or something they're into, you, you could have that, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, so I did, so my first carve out on my butcher block and I don't know if you saw this or not, it was a palm tree with like a little crescent moon uh-huh. that was actually done by hand and that's wow. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie yeah no, <laughs> I didn't see that forever. yet that's really cool um it, it sucked because it took forever and I'm like okay I need something that's going to help me speed up this process uh I just found and it wow that's really cool yeah 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 thank you that's actually um my mom actually bought that for my dad and uh-huh. that's his surprise oh, wow. Christmas present nice um so my mom was like I'm so excited to give this to him I'm like okay well you know I'm happy you know like I'm happy you like it she's like you don't understand like we went to this you know local um like hardware store and they had you know ingrain cutting board she's like but yours just surpassed all of them wow thanks mom I appreciate it yeah moms are the best (laughs) very cool so um how has technology changed your industry or business in the recent years? Oh man. Network marketing is honestly is like one of the best things. And, and I did network marketing when I was um, a dog walker and a pet sitter in Florida Mm -hmm. Uh, network marketing. If you don't, if you're not in it, you need to be (laughs) because, Uh um, especially doing like influences. I mean, if you find a person on YouTube or whatever, like hypothetically saying, let's say they have like 20,000 subscribers, right? Uh-huh. So you know that you've been following them for a while. You can reach out to them. Yeah. You might have to pay X amount of money or whatever in order for them to do like the business deal. Um, and you might have to provide a code for, for their following, but the amount of business that you can get just from, a single person being an influencer doing the network marketing part of it is huge. Um, That's actually what I did with one of my girlfriends. I've known her for a few years. She lives up in Canada. She has her own blog. Um, And I reached out to her and I'm like, Hey, would you like a cutting board? (laughs) You know, would you like a butcher block in order to, 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 to have? And I was like, it's completely free to you. Um, And that was, that was my payment for her. And she's like, well, I don't do cooking because I'm a mom and I'm lazy, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can give it to one of my best friends who is, um, a huge cooking enthusiast. 
And so it was kind of like, you know what? It's Christmas. Why not? But it kills two birds with one stone. She has 40,000 subscribers. Wow. Wow. So I, I, I got to tell you, I, I'm a little um, behind the curve on some of this stuff. I've, I've heard it from the uh, the consumer side, if you will. So the someone that's from time to time, I'll check on whoever, you know, on social media and see what they're doing and what they're into or, or whatever. But to hear your thought process from the business owner standpoint and how, you know, how huge it is for that influencer to share what you're offering. um, I guess I had never considered how powerful it really is. I mean, so it is powerful. It sounds like. Yeah. I mean, um, you have to look at it for like, like, let's say YouTube, for example, right? Mm -hmm. YouTube, you get some of these people that have 1.5 million subscribers. Obviously I couldn't, touch that right now with a 10 foot pole but I mean like later on down the road I could but um you have this person let's say 1.5 million subscribers they all watch them and I mean he generates network marketing you can generate so much money with um on so many different platforms you have to look at YouTube YouTube you can monetize your own videos Mm -hmm. um and you can get Google AdSense and that's like a whole completely different topic but that's what that YouTuber gets just from making the video that you asked them to do. Not only that, they also get the money that if they did do like a contract with you to um, pay X amount of dollars, that's another form of income. And then the code or whatever um, that you would give for their following, they get a cut off that as well. But you're also making money off of it. And some of these people, like they watch their videos, they follow them constantly. And I mean, it's crazy the amount of influence that we have in today's society when it comes to just social media. Wow. This is really cool. So I, I, we've kind of gotten off topic, I feel like, but this is all really good stuff. So um, hopefully uh, someone out there listening uh, learns something and buys a butcher block from you. Um, (laughs) So, um, what are some myths or misconceptions about your business that customers should know? Um, oh. I'm a female and I make my own stuff. I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> I, you would be surprised how many people I get asked. Did, did you really make that? Why? Well, well, yes, I did. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently being a female in the woodworking business is very, very, very small. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's surprising, especially in the, for men that I've, I've noticed men are like, wow, you really made that. I'm like, yeah, I did. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. I appreciate it. But like women are like, right on sister, you know, like yeah. they're, <laughs> they're excited. Cause it's, you know, like more of like an empowerment and it's, and I'm not asking to be considered a feminist by any means, but I mean, being treated equally. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I have always said, um, you know, I own a small business and we go around and we fix air conditioners and furnaces and all these things. And I had a lady that worked with me for two years and the, I would have her on certain projects or things like that, mostly because, you know, ladies do notice things that guys don't. And, and it made her just as, if not way more valuable, uh, to me, because of the things that she would notice or could do that the guys just were just simply not 
you know, created that way. I mean, I guess, I mean, there's just her attention to detail was amazing. Sometimes the things that she would think about uh, when it came to the customer's home, things like that. Whereas, you know, sometimes guys have to, uh, you know, we struggle to think about some of those things. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, not only are you equal, you're probably 10 times better than, than guys are at certain things when it comes to the woodwork, woodworking because of that. I mean, it's just because we're all wired different, you know? So um, anyway, I'm just throwing that out there. So um, it's, it's the eagle eyes. It's the eagle eyes that we have. The eagle eye. <laughs> it's the eagle eyes. That's good stuff. So what are you most proud of with your business? Um, I am most proud in two, in two different ways. I am most proud of myself for picking up and saying, all right, I'm going to have to scratch, you know, scrap the whole dog walking thing. Cause that's what I seriously thought that I was going to do. Um, yeah. I mean, we were even considering purchasing a, a place in Florida before we even thought about moving here. We mm -hmm. considered video batching because I had, I had over 70 dog clients that use me per year. Wow. And that's just in, in, in just walking and pet sitting. Yeah. And, and it was growing. Um, it was a ton of word of mouth for me. Um, and we were, we were doing really well. And then he's like, Oh, I got critical orders. I'm like, Oh, great. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, you know, um, having to, to basically just scrap something that I was really passionate about. Um, and then finding something else that I was passionate about equal as equal. Mm -hmm. And, um, so turning to this, this, this was, this was awesome for me. And I'm, I'm glad that I'm, I've stuck with it and I'm glad that, cause there is a learning curve with everything, you know, I'm glad that I've stuck it out and I, I know I've like, <laughs> I know I have just beat his brain <laughs> to like a bloody pulp when it comes to asking questions on certain things. Uh -huh. He's like, I have to go away for a second. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, but I, I'm, I'm glad I stuck with it though. And, um, yeah, you know, the second thing is is um it's all about the grind and all about just doing it every single day and you know putting in like your blood sweat and your tears uh every single day trying to um to better yourself trying to better your family trying to do all of it well that's awesome i i, I it's definitely admirable because i, I could just only imagine um, moving to a new area and not changing, you know, my expertise. So if, even if I closed down my business today and just moved to a new area and had to start all over how, uh, you know, how, how much it would feel like that I was standing at the bottom of a mountain. Um, and, and then you go and, and just completely change the, the, uh, the business and the, you know, the lay of the land, if you will. So I have to ask, so would, would you say that owning the first business helped you with the second business as far as where to start and what to do next and, and all that, all those things? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, it taught me, um, being a dog walker, it, it taught me a lot of things, especially with, with people and, um, the way, I mean, how I am with my dog, I treat my dog as, as if he's my kid, he knows me as mom, but, um, it's just how, how people, how people are. People are very, very, 
cautious when it comes to their pets. Mm -hmm. And um, you have to really, you have to have some type of genuineness to yourself in order to get into that business. Mm -hmm. Um, And and people and dogs can, can sense that it's not just people. It's, it's literally their dogs as well. They can sense if you're not a good fit for it or if you're the right fit for it. Uh And honing in on, on that, um, really taught me a lot. Um, it taught me that all about the business itself. I mean, how payment is, is supposed to be handled with in the event of evacuation with a hurricane living in Florida. Um, my first year that I did it, (laughs) we got evacuated. Oh my gosh. uh, I had, I had seven dogs (laughs) with me. Wow. (laughs) So the next year that we got evacuated, I already had a plan set forth for it. Wow. And, um, and I even, I even actually employed um, other contractors to do like their hurricane shutters and stuff. In the event that we do get a hurricane, they're gone. Um, they're away. They can't get back. I actually had two clients that were in Italy at that time that, um, that they couldn't get back to the house. So I had already had everything laid, uh, laid out for them. Wow. And um, so, yeah, there's that. It taught me to definitely... Um, incorporate yourself as an LLC instead of a sole proprietor Um, Uh in the event that if someone does try to sue you, I've never had that happen personally, but in the event that someone does, they can't go after you. Um, They can only go after your business when you're an LLC or incorporated. Mm -hmm. Um, Bonding and insurance, making sure that you have that. That's especially being in in the dog walking industry. Yeah, that's something that you you definitely want. But it, it taught me many different things. And it taught me so much on how to create a business and how to do the the quarterly financials and stuff like that. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, the um the 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 thing about uh some I was just, you know, jotting down some notes as you were talking and I, I just think that um a lot of folks think when they hear things like, well, it's an LLC, so I don't get sued or, or whatever. But I, I think that it could also be argued too for the, the consumer or the, uh, you know, the person that you're doing business with that, you know, this person has taken the extra step that, you know, they've got their stuff together. They're, they, they've incorporated in one way, shape or another. And, um, you know, it, there's, there's certainly a level of, um, professionalism, but also knowing that this person knows what they're doing, you know, versus, you know, staying in a van or chucking a truck, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Um, anyway, so great. Well, this podcast is called Behind the Scenes. And so each episode, we kind of have a behind the scenes section, something that maybe, you know, that the average customer may not know about you or your business and so if you could just maybe share something that's a little behind the scenes that, you know, that maybe isn't out there yet. Yeah. Um, so one of, one of the projects that I'm, I'm wanting to work on in the near future, since I have my short-term goals and my short-term goals are already coming to pass and they're manifesting, um, I have long-term goals. And one of the long-term goals is creating um, – wooden bathtubs <laughs> really and actually making them yeah that is really cool so a wooden bathtub i i don't even know what my bathtub is made of i think it's a fiberglass or something 
but um, that is really cool. And especially looking at some of the other things that you're doing, like the butcher blocks, um, I could could imagine just how beautiful a, a wooden bathtub would be in a home. Um, yeah, no, I mean, some of them that I've I've looked at, I mean, they're just unbelievably gorgeous. And one day I hope to have the space for it in order to create it. And it's all about your angled cuts and, and doing, you know, um, a marine based epoxy that you would use on boats and such. And, and, um, a lot of work, <laughs> but I mean, if you were to see some of them, they are absolutely gorgeous. That is really cool. And, and aside from the wooden bathtubs, are, is there any other large items that you plan to, to make in the future that you just currently don't have the room for? Uh, yeah. Um, so conference tables is a big one that I would love to, to knock out, um, especially like the, the 10 footers and stuff. Um, I can do, I do have enough room for the dining room tables and the coffee tables and end tables and, um, and epoxy like riverboard um, headboards. Uh-huh. I can, I have the room for that. And I actually just bought the slabs for it. So I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, to start that journey. Wow. So yeah, so so beautiful custom furniture that um that's, you know, most of the folks that are going to be listening to this podcast it would be made local to them and, you know, they could reach out to you and and have something beautiful and custom. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um is there anything uh that you would have told yourself when you started your business uh if you could go back in time? Never give up. That's never give up, good. never quit. Um, always never have tunnel vision. That's, that's for sure. You need to open yourself up to many, many different um, ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, if you give yourself tunnel vision, which tunnel vision can be a curse and it can also be a blessing because if you have tunnel vision, you're, you're very driven. You have to stay driven, but you also have to understand and see that there might be a different thing for you out there. Very cool. Well, so we're getting towards the end of our, our interview. Are there any deals, discounts, or coupons that you are offering to our listeners? Why? Yes. I have um, a 10% off coupon. Um, If you type in R N K wood, that's R the letter N K wood all together, you get 10% off on any, on anything in the store. Okay, very cool. So I'm just writing that down. Is there a space between the K and the wood or no? No, everything is together. Okay, very cool. And then finally, if you could, again, before we wrap this up, uh, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to reach you? Uh, I have an Etsy shop um, and an Amazon handmade account. If you type in RNK Woodshop, that's all together. And that's the the letter N, not, not and. Or you can email me at lifeofamilitarywife23 at gmail.com. Okay, great. Well, we appreciate your time. And hopefully um, we all have, if nothing else, where we're getting our next year's Christmas gifts. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes with Virginia Tidewater Businesses Podcast. Please like, subscribe, share, and do all those things that help us grow. We're hoping to do more episodes with our local businesses, offering deals and discounts to only you guys listening to this podcast. Thank you.